What happens when the prostate enlarges and the urine channel gets tight? Sorry, if you have folks. an enlarged prostate... I lost my connection to the song. Here we go. song by Jason Aldean. He's actually the performer at the uh, you know, shooting in Las Vegas, what, four years ago, five years ago now? He was actually on stage when all that came down, and I'm sure it affected him personally, and uh, it's taken him this long to actually write a song about violence committed by the left, committed by the left, not by white racists, and it's amazing how the Leftists, including Whoopi Goldstein, have got their uh, their intestines tied up in knots over this song, calling it racist, calling it a lynch mob, right? A lynch mob. However, it's I have to report this is good news. 
The fact is that there are all kinds of black people going on YouTube defending this song, saying it's not racist. What are you liberals talking about? It's talking about community, people protecting each other, etc., etc. Black people are waking up to liberal wokeness. They finally, now, all we need now is for white people to wake up to liberal wokeness and reject it. How are you doing, Michael? I'm doing very good. Thank you, Eli. But when you say white, you wake up. I don't know. The pathetic white race, 90% of them are so pathetic. They, Sorry, I, I have lost a bit uh, my <laughs> my belief in them because they are unbelievable pathetic. They they sell out for electronic Jewish shekels without even thinking about it. And they don't they don't care. They have thought. And if you speak, as you said, to to Africans, to Orientals, they have more common sense than white people are. Yes. Yeah. And Much uh, more common sense. Yeah. Yes. And our people are simply uh, you, you think they had. Well, some people are waking up because of covid. Right. And realizing there's something really wrong with the government, uh, the government, the various governments of the planet. But they still haven't got their finger on it. We'll get to that today. The article by by uh, Arnold Kennedy and uh, who are are the modern Jews Israelites? Okay, yes, thank you, Brother Aber. Try that in the kingdom. <laughs> and I've been saying for a long time. If you listen to the the music, the instruments of that song, it's still called country music, but it's hard rock. It's hard rock. That's what it is. Country has become hard rock, and uh, because uh, those electric guitars just have a captivating effect on people, right? So you won't find the old-fashioned, uh, you know, soft uh, country anymore. It's all hard rock these days, and uh, you know that's because the electric guitars rule the world, right? Anyway, so let's get into it. This article by our good friend uh, Arnold Kennedy. And for some reason, uh, when I try to click on it, I have to go back into our Skype and uh, get the get the article. So why don't you pick it up? Uh, and this is entitled, Could the Modern Jews Be Israel? Excerpted from his book, The Exclusiveness of Israel, by Arnold Kennedy. Take it away, please, Michael Sweet. Thank you. So, although the Bible is the main source of information in this paper, there are quotations given in support from various Jewish, uh, Jewish encyclopedia, as well as from the Roman historian Eusephus. Uh, and I wouldn't call him maybe Roman, he was no. a Judaite historian. That's right, the Judaite historian. And, and, and despite the fact that Arnold Kennedy understands that the modern Jews are not Israelites, he still doesn't get the fact that the word Jew doesn't belong in the Old Testament, okay? He thinks that uh, he, he never did the word study and doesn't realize that the word Jew is a, a made-up word, okay? And it only applies to the, these people he's talking about, namely those who pretend <laughs> to be Israel. And somebody asked me to define uh, some time ago, maybe a year or two ago, how do you define the word Jew? Uh, oh, yeah, it was, it was John on uh, Caravan to Midnight. So I defined it as anyone who pretends to be an Israelite, that's a Jew. Okay? Uh, that's easy. <laughs> yeah, okay. A simple definition. Okay, back to, yeah, now he is not a Roman historian, although he was in the Roman army. Okay. 
and I think that gave him uh, the the free time to uh, rewrite the history, uh, record the history of true Israel in his two books. You know the uh, the the uh, about the wars of Judah, it should be the wars of Judah, not the Jews. He was not a Jew; he was a Judahite, and this is what we in identity are trying to get across to people. There's a difference between a Jew and a Judahite, and the other one being the antiquities of Judah. He, in his own self biography, says he is a pure-blooded Judahite on both sides, royal blood on one side. And uh, Judah, uh, Davidic blood on the other, okay? So uh, he, he is very proud of the fact that he is a pure-blooded Judahite. Back to you. Yes. Um, so uh, the modern Jewry uh, should find new offense at direct quotations from their own written encyclopedia. Well, I think they do. <laughs> yeah, of course they do. When we quote it, they take offense. <laughs> yeah. Right. If they do it, they laugh at us. Yes. Um, so modern Jewry is able to talk about being the singular ancient people chosen by God, about being Edom, and also about being multiracial at the same time. Yeah, they're Edom, Esau. They're not. They're not, they're chosen for God for one reason, but not the reason they think. They're chosen for utter destruction. That vessel fit for destruction, as Paul said. Yes. Um, Christians and non-Christians have been misled into thinking that the word Jews refers to a single race of people being God's chosen people. But in fact, this is not so. The Jews returning to the state of Israel today are multiracial, and we could har- uh, hardly admit that the Chinese Jew and the Negro Jew are the same race, in the historical meaning of the word race. Uh, we will start with um, three references from Jewish sources, which may help those who have been led to believe that the word Jews relates specifically to Israelites. One, from Alfred M. Um, Lilienthal's book, um, What Price Israel? Quote, here's a, a paradox, an anthropological it- uh, fact. Many Christians have more Hebrew Israelite blood in their veins than their Jewish neighbors. Really? Is that possible? <laughs> Many yes. Christians, white Christians, he's talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have more the Hebrew, yeah, than in their veins than their Jewish neighbors. Well, I don't have any Jewish neighbors, so. <laughs> but. Uh, Unfortunately, too many Christians do, and they think those Jews are Israelites. Wrong. Okay, what, what's number two? Um, the Jewish author Jair uh, Davidly, in his book, uh, quote, The Tribes of Israelite Origins of Western Peoples, end of quote, Ooh. and it's a foreword by Rabbi A. Field, tells in much detail that the Saxon folks are Israel. Okay. Yeah, they admit it. <laughs> yeah, no, many Jews have admitted it. But uh, their their literature never sees the light of day, because the the bad Jews, which most of, most Jews are bad anyway, uh, prevent us from seeing. Okay, so and that, that's incredible. The Saxon folks are Israel, all right, and so so there are even a few rabbis who admit it. Okay, number three. Yeah, yeah. Jewish author Harry Golden wrote in 1967. 
Quote, Isaiah the prophet wrote that the remnant of Yahweh's people would be found in the land islands of the sea. And no quote. Yes, These I islands are shown to be north and west of Palestine, i.e. the United Kingdoms. Amen. Okay. So, so here's a, a Jewish author, Harry Golden, who I don't think is a rabbi. He actually uses the name of Yahweh. Okay. And uh, he says, he quotes Isaiah, <laughs> that uh, we would be found in the islands of the sea. Okay, by the way, that reminds me, I forgot to mention it last night. This Tuesday at 3 p.m., uh, uh, August 1st, I will be interviewed by Gavin of uh, uh, an Irish website. And uh, it'll, it'll be on Telegram. I'll see if I can simulcast it on Eurofolk Radio as well. I would have to make a special uh, slot for that to simulcast it. But uh, we're going to be talking about Zarajuda and how the Irish people are descended from Zarajuda and the tribe of Dan, the Tuatha de Danann, as uh, by their own traditions, right? And the Red Hand of Ulster, which is uh, descriptive of Zarajuda, but not of Ferris Judah. So I'm going to be uh, interviewed by Gavin of uh, the Irish community and uh, their Irish separatists, and so that I'm really looking forward to that interview. So please continue, Michael. And number four is modern Jewish authors who say, quote, modern Jewry is Edom, and that's i.e., they descended from Esau, not Isaac. Very good. Well, <laughs> okay, well, actually, they are descended from Isaac, because Isaac was the father of both Jacob and Esau, Okay. So, uh, again, as sharp as Arnold Kennedy is on Greek, he's, he's a Greek scholar. He, he wrote, read and wrote uh, Greek very easily. And I had much correspondence with him about the true meanings of words in the Bible. But he still does not, he never did catch on to the fact that the word Jew does not belong in the Old Testament, okay? It is a proper word to describe our perpetual enemy, the Edomite Jews, right? But he also, he never understood that the word Jew should not be applied to the pure-blooded tribe or house of Judah, okay? He never caught on to that. But uh, he, at the same time, he did catch on to the word Gentile, that the word Gentile is a fake word inserted into the Bible to confuse us. Right, he caught on to that, but he never caught on to how the word Jew is used to deceive us. Okay, back to you. Yes, um, quoting from modern messianic Jewish writer John Fisher in his book, quote, "The Olive Tree Connection," and no quote, you find page ninety-six. Quote, the Jews of today are truly a people from many ethnic, cultural, and racial backgrounds. And I'll quote, mm. yeah, they're Mongols. They That's are right. they're not pure race. <laughs> That's right. We know that. Yeah. The world should know it. The Jews know it. Yeah, and the only, the only, what to say, that, that is the same in all of them, is that they have bloods from, from Canaanites and Edomites in them. That's the only thing that is, what to say, that is, um, um, yeah, that has a common, uh, a common, that is common for all those people, but they are not pure. They are all mixed in with other bloods. Yes, uh, just about every race under the sun is mixed into the 
modern Jewish bloodline. Of course, it started out as a mixed race anyway, from from Cain and and in, with the injection of Canaanites, etc., etc. You know, that's all the Jews have ever been is a mixed race people. They know it, but they won't admit it because if, if they admit that, then they open themselves up to big major questions. They have to pretend to be Israel and the only, they claim to be the only surviving people of Israel. They claim the rest of Israel has disappeared. Yeah. Yes. The Jew, yeah. The Jew is a person of mixed race or uh, my definition, a person, anyone who pretends to be Israel. No other people, nobody else tries to pretend to be Israel except Jews. Yeah, exactly. We we don't need to pretend. We know we are, but we don't brag about it. Right, right. We should be bragging about it, but there's really not much to brag about because our people are, as you say, are blue-eyed. <laughs> They're so timid and flummoxed and deceived and not knowing who they are, not knowing what to do about it. That's, that's not a nice state to be in. You might as well be in an insane asylum to be, yeah, exactly. be blue-eyed, okay? Yeah, Please. and if you die for this and you don't know why you're getting died, then you're like an animal. Yeah. Because if you don't know why you get persecuted and killed, you, then you are not more like an animal. Right, yeah. So uh, we identians are like uh, Jack Nicholson in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, where he was the only sane person in the entire insi- asylum, and that not just the patients, but the staff, right? He was the only sane person in the asylum. But he went there to for his own safety. <laughs> okay, please continue. And that's like our how our nations are today. This asylum called Sweden is run by psychopathic and yeah, Jew fronts that want to, that yes. want to kill us. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. You're just a patient in the insane asylum, and they're milking your bank account. <laughs> and when your your bank account is empty, then they kill you. Uh, no, right. you disappeared. Oh, really? Okay, I, I I can hear you. Can you hear me? I, I hear you now. Okay. All right. Yeah. Please continue. Yes. Okay. Page ninety-seven. Jewishness, however, consists of many elements. Um, social, logical, cultural, ethnic, religious, natural, race, historical, psychological, and intellectual. The strength and mixture of these elements varies from person to person. This variety, therefore, makes Jewishness elusive to define. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What, what is a Jew? <laughs> they can't even define what a Jew is. Because there's so many elements. But we can easily define what a, a Judahite is, right? Yes, exactly, because God is not an author of confusion. That's right, that's right. That's an excellent point. Uh, I'll bring that up in, in two weeks when I uh, have a, another gathering here in, uh, in what's going to be in Missouri. So yeah, Yahweh is not the author of confusion, but the Jews are, Right. Okay, so the Olive Tree Connection. I haven't heard of that book. John Fisher. That's very interesting. All right, uh, please continue. So, Jewishness is elusive to define simply because many racial and ethnic backgrounds cannot be one singular racial and ethnic background at the same time. Uh, it's either one or many. Uh, 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 yeah. 
here, we need to define what the word one means <laughs> and what the word many means, okay? But Christians who uh, accept Jews as the one and only tribe of Israel have to uh, have to know the difference between one and many. It, Israel is one race, but the Jews are many races, so they can't be Israel, period. Back to you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, at the time of the gospel, so similar situations existed. The reader might uh, readily see the multiracial situations with modern Jews, but at the time of the first advent, this is not so obvious. Okay, let's see what Mr. Fisher says. goes on to say then. Quote, perhaps the Jews of the world are best described as a large community of people and derogated by a strong set of traditions. Yeah, undergirded. That's like your your undergarments. (laughs) And their undergarments are filthy to behold, folks, right? Undergirded by a strong set of, yeah, a strong set of traditions, most of which are completely unbiblical. Yeah, they are the Talmud. Yeah, 100% unbiblical because it's a Talmud. Right, it's not the Bible, it's a Talmud. All right. So this is good. This is really good. Okay? Everybody should print this out and share it with their friends and relatives. All right? So these traditions were, and still are, a strong uh, deceiving spiritual force. Traditions or religion do not specify race. Traditions do not make any people the people of the book. Jesus had problems with the Jewish traditions, and we will see that the spirit behind these traditions is one which enabled Jesus to say some very disparaging things about the Jews in Judea that highlight both racial and belief factors. Very good. Um, The very title uh, to this chapter might well astound those who have been brought up to believe that, quote, the Jews, and quote, always means Israelites. One of the strange things about the word Jew, Jews, and the Jews are used today is that these terms are not generalized in the Hebrew and Greek originals the way they are commonly used today. Well, they don't appear in the Hebrew or the Greek at all. Okay. Exactly, and that is... It's so easy to check it up in a concordance. Just just go to yeah. the word Jew and look in it. In Iodines is yeah. the word. Jew is a uh, miss. Yeah, that word is been um, placed there by the Jews, I guess. That's right. Absolutely. Us. Yeah, it's uh, the Masoretic text, which was de- uh, redact. It's the redacted Old Testament. It's still in Hebrew, but uh, the Masoretes, who are the Jewish rabbis who composed that that text, got got inserted as part of the Old Testament of the King James Version. And the King James translators relied on Jews to you know, explain things to them, which is a, a bad thing to do. <laughs> you should never get an explanation from a Jew and take it, take it as sincere, just as we found out. But Mr. Zimmerman in his I saw the dark I saw the darkness dot com uh, turns out he's a Jew lecturing us about what uh, you know who we are and what the name of Yahweh does or does not mean right so you cannot any pronouncement by a Jew has to be taken with a ton of salt and some some hot spice before you take it seriously 
Okay, you should. Let's put it this way: any pronouncement by a Jew must be considered to be a deceptive statement, unless otherwise, unless proven otherwise. Okay, because that's the nature of Judaism. It's all deception, all deception. Back to you. Yeah. So that's every time when I hear a half Jew, a Jew, then I take out a yeah. strong. Then I this yeah. lies. Yeah, but isn't it uh, even more important in that statement? He admits that he's half Jewish. He doesn't say whether his mother is uh, white or uh, or Jewish or his father. However, he goes on to say, "Oh, I love black people. I love Asians. I, I love uh, Mexicans." But he never says that he loves white people. Isn't that no, strange? No, don't. Yeah, isn't that strange? Okay, back to you. It tells you about who he is, in a way. Yeah, right, and who he's trying to deceive, right? Okay. Yeah, Yeah, we're getting somewhere here. All right. Yeah. So according to the popular concepts, the words Jew is supposed to relate to Israel or to all of God's chosen race, a single entity. But prophecy from Moses uh, on gives separation between each tribe of Israel and also separating in and destiny between the house of Israel and the house of Judah, right into the last days. Yet, somehow, the churches can lump the tribes of Israel all together and call them the Jews, together with any persons or, uh, of any race who calls That's... himself a Jew. Right. Yes, okay. So it's a vague term for a conglomeration, a motley crew of people, which you can never, considering the fact that the Old Testament and the New Testament are very much racially exclusive, which the average Judeo-Christian does not realize, that uh, the word Jew is designed to keep this confusion going. That's what it is. All right, let's continue. Yeah, and that, that's when we've said is that Yahweh is not the author of confusion, and this is very serious confusion within the Jewish race, who they are, how you define it. So it tells yeah. you that it's a, a creation of Satan. That's right. Yeah, that's so a very most important Christ- verse. Yeah, Yahweh is not, is not the author of confusion. Yeah, it's a good test also when you're looking into, to, what to say, um, when you're trying to um, evaluate truth. You need yes. to find, is this easy to understand, or is this just more hogwash or more <laughs> right, deceptive? Yeah. Jewish hogwash, right. Okay. And it's full of it. Yep. Let's continue. So, most Christians are also able to talk a lot of nonsense when it comes to the subject of Jews. Yeah, (laughs) they do. (laughs) (laughs) They cannot talk about it because when you mention the word Jew among people, they start to do a lot of strange movement. Think, oh, no, this is very uncomfortable. What did you say? Right, yeah. They they (laughs) shift the weight from one leg to the other. They... They do a zigzag motion, you know, all the way from the head of their, from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. Yeah, because it just just talking about it makes them uncomfortable. Why is that? Because they are the one to have the power. Right. Well, I'm talking about Judeo-Christians, but the Jews, you're right. The Jews also become uncomfortable when you talk about the word Jew. What does it mean? Can you define the word Jew for me, please? And then they say, yeah, that's uh, um, hmm. um. If you if you uh, ask an atheist, he will run from you. If you ask him about yeah, right. uh, Judaism or Talmud, but he can criticize Christians all day long. That's right. 
That's right. Okay. Yeah, the world is gradually waking up. Uh, uh, Michael, I, I want so desperately to see Ezekiel 37 coming true before my eyes. The, the, the waking up of the Israelites, the dead men's bones, okay, coming back to life. It's obviously about Israel, not about the Jews. Okay, please continue. Yes, and the, the, those bones are very dry and very dead right yeah, now. Yeah, right, they're still it. dry and dead, yes. <laughs> right. But uh, uh, maybe okay. uh, maybe I should take a, a watering can <laughs> and start sprinkling water on those dead men's bones. Yes. Yes, and this this is the word of truth. That is maybe the one that can ignite them to get going sometime. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's... Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'll pick it up at the next uh, heading. Uh, please continue. I read this part. Uh, yeah. At one time, they can talk about a non-Israel church, which is also supposed to have inherited the same promises that were made to Israel, and at the same time, talk about Jews being Israel. In effect, Christians talk of two Israel. Also, yeah. we yes. hear popular but non-central sayings such as, quote, Abraham was the first Jew, end of quote. No, that's alive, but okay. If right. Jew is supposed to relate to Judah, then Abraham descended from his own great grandson, <laughs> since he predated the tribe of Judah by yes. three generations. Yeah, he's the great grandfather of Judah, right? Yeah, yeah. And if uh, Abraham was a Jew, then the Arabs who descended through Abraham's sons Ishmael would also have uh, to, have be, to be, be Jews. Jews. Yeah. I mean, you can't be logical with Christians, <laughs> especially Judeo-Christians. They won't know what you're talking about if you're logical. It, it defies their belief system. This is good. This is really good. Okay. Uh, so, use would all and everyone uh, of the many nations. Abraham was father too. So, there's much misconception about the word Jew. In the book of Revelation, Jesus says that there are people who call themselves Jews, but who are not Jews. In fact, let us first work through this to try to find out who these false Jews are. Okay. There are no false Jews. They are just, they are yeah. just Jews. Right, the yeah, false yeah. one is if they are false, false, false Judite. Right, exactly. And this is where Arnold Kennedy fails. He, he's good on the word Gentile. He understands that the Jewish people, the modern Jews are not of the tribe of Judah, but he does not see that the word Jew does not belong in the Old Testament or the New Testament uh, because it's two, defining two definitely different groups of people. And you cannot have one word apply to two totally different groups. In fact, apply to bitter enemies as if that the one word can define both and uh, without confusion. It's total confusion, all right? So let's see, let's see how he he deals with it here, because this, this is where he starts dealing with the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, we find the words Yehuda or Yehudi used 813 times in the Old Testament, and they are usually translated as Judah, but as quote Jew or quote Jews. That's why he puts quotations around the word because that is actually a false translation, although he doesn't seem to understand that it's a false translation. But he puts quotation marks around the word Jew and Jews. 
but as Jew or Jews in the books of Chronicles, First Chronicles, Esther, Ezra, Nehemiah, Jeremiah, and Daniel. In the remainder of the Old Testament, quote-unquote Jews usually refers to the remnant of the house of the tribe of Judah, which returned to Palestine from Babylon. So here, given the fact that this word Jew creates so much confusion, shouldn't it be eliminated? Yeah, that could make it much easier. Yeah, just just translate it as Judah or Judahites. Now, which brings up another point. Why is it that all the other tribes of Israel, such as Asher, are called Asherites, and Simeon are called Simeonites, and Dan are called Danites? Why aren't the Judah people called Judahites? Why this change in grammar. Why this change in grammar? Who did that? Who's responsible? And then you have, uh, you know, so it's, they're called Jews, or so-called Jews, right? Who made this change? Why not, why not stick to the formula of re- referring to the people as ites, Judahites, Asherites, Danites, etc.? Israelites. How about Israelites, right? The people of Israel are called Israel, but the people of Judah are commonly referred to as Jews, not Judahites. Why? Who made this? Who made this insertion into the Bible? This is well, you know, it, go ahead. And I comment this then, I guess that um, because the Jews, I guess, know from very long times before this is the people we need to impersonate. So then they start to mudding the water there. That's right. It's uh, it's linguistic confusion in order to. Pr- uh, purvey their impersonation upon the world. Okay, you have to have linguistic confusion in order to impersonate somebody. You have to pretend to be somebody that you're not to fool everybody. Okay, and that's what's going on, folks. That is what's going on. Okay, and of course that's the theme of my book, The Great Impersonation. You can find the link to purchase a copy right here at Eurofolk Radio. Uh, so let's let's continue here. Okay, there's he does not quote. Uh, Revelation 2, 9 and 3, 9. And so uh, why don't you look those two verses? He may do it later, but why don't you look those two verses up? Because those two verses are extremely important. You have to know who's being referenced by Revelation 2, 9 and 3, 9. Those who say they are, quote unquote, Jews, but are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. That's very, two very important verses. Okay. Maybe you can look those. Yeah. uh, While I'm reading here. Okay. So let's continue. The, so in the remainder of the Old Testament, quote-unquote Jews usually refers to the remnant of the house or tribe of Judah which returned to Palestine from Babylon. Yes, it refers to those, but it does not refer to Judeans or to modern Jews. Those are two completely separate, separate groups of people. And he doesn't seem to understand that you can't have one word referring to two completely different groups of people. Yehuda simply means Judah and is the name of the patriarch Judah. It is used to refer to the tribe which stemmed from him. It is also used for the land or territory occupied by that people and following, and it was not Judea. The word Judea is only used once in the Old Testament, and that's very late in the Old Testament when... uh, the Judahites were being besieged by Greeks and Romans. 
okay? And when, at the time period when the, the Romans and the Edomites took over the territory. So that is, is properly called Judea once in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, it is always should be called Judea because it's a multiracial state. Okay, continuing here. And it is also used for the land or territory occupied by that people. And following the division of Israel after Solomon's death, it was used for the house or kingdom of Judah. It's used for that, that Yehuda. He's, he's talking about the word Yehuda, which is correct. Following, okay, this was the only term used in this way up to the time of the Babylonian captivity. He does not understand that the word Jew is a false word. Following their deportation into Babylon, another term was employed. This was Yehudi, plural, is this plural for Yehudim. Originally, this word meant an inhabitant of Judea, or the people who came from that country who were exclusively Judahites and no other people. As such, it does not necessarily represent descendants of Judah, but it should. This is what he doesn't understand. You can't have a word that represents a direct descendant of Judah and other people. <laughs> right? You're either a direct descendant of Judah or you're not. Does that make sense, Michael? Yes, again, simplicity is very easy to understand. Yeah, you're either a direct descendant of Judah or you're not. And that's yes, what the word yes, Judahite means, okay? Have you got those verses from Revelation 2.9? Yes. Yes, okay. Yes, we can start with 2.9, and I can first read from the, the scriptures to see how they translate this one. Okay. Here they say like this, um, I know your works and pressure and poverty, yet you are rich. And the blasphemy of those who say they are Yehudim and are not, but are the congregation of Satan. Yes, okay, that's, that's the correct translation, Yehudim. Is that from the scriptures? Yes, it is from okay. the scriptures. No, and uh, yeah. Okay, very, then. very good. Yehudim, and, not Jews. Uh, yes, and Revelation 3, 9 reads as well like this. See, I'm giving up those of the congregation of Satan who say they are Yehudim and are not, but lie. See, I am making them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you. Okay, so with the correct translation, the confusion is eliminated. Yes, right? and I guess that is one way I try to read the scriptures is when it is a confusion verse, then you have to look in other translations because That's right. this should be easy. It should be easy to understand it. Yes. So, Yahshua, who did Yahshua come for? To he redeem. for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Yes, and that includes Judahites. Did he come yes. to redeem Jews as we know the Jews? Never. No. Never. Never. No. <laughs> He will come the second time to utterly destroy them. Right? Because yes, they tried to destroy him. It's going to be payback time. The second coming will be payback time. So uh, now have you got the uh, King James translation? Yes. Yeah, let's, now let's compare that to the scriptures. The scriptures have it correct, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very few translations have it correct. But the scriptures so this have is it then, Okay. Okay, sorry. This is Revelation 2.9. Um, I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. 
and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Okay. So. And three. Nine. Okay, you can comment first. Yeah, well, uh, it's obvious that the word, there are people who call themselves Jews who are the synagogue of Satan, <laughs> right? That much is easy to understand. But uh, the the presumption there is that these modern people who call themselves Jews are identical to these Jews there. Well, I think you can say that Judeans, if it comes from the word Judean, then that, even that is more clear because in the New Testament, the, the word Jew does mean Judeans. But Judean, as, as Arnold Kennedy just explained, is a multicultural state. So let's, let's analyze it according to the correct Greek definition, which is Judeos, meaning Judeans, okay? There are those who say they are Judeos or Judeans, but are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Okay, well, you know that there's two, two main groups living in Judea in those days, the Judahites and the Edomites. So if you translate it correctly from the Greek, which is Judean, then you say, oh, well, which, which group is not really Judah, <laughs> right? There's one group that's not Judah. It, they're Edom. They're Edomites. Yeah. So, so even if it's correct, uh, translated from the Greek correctly, you can still get the true meaning of the verse. Uh, and uh, so the next one, please. Yes. So Revelation 3, 9 reads as well. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews we and are not, but yeah. do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee. Okay. So who does Yahshua love? He loved his Israelites, not the yeah. Jews. Yeah, not the Jews. Not Judeans. Okay? Not those Edomite Judeans. Right? Again, you have to have specific definitions of words to avoid confusion. That's just logical. But the Jews are experts at using false def creating false definitions and or using words in a false way such as even the word goyim. The word goyim does not mean non-Jew. That's how they use it. The word goyim simply means nations, and you have to figure out the context of the word where you see goyim, not Gentile, which is often translated into the word Gentile. Okay? So we can see that from a true analysis of the Hebrew and the Greek, the Jews do not qualify as Israel or Judah, period. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, and Brother Abraham quote, Jesus loves all the little children of the world, red and yellow, black and white, all are precious in his sight. That's a, I think a Jew composed that verse. <laughs> Definitely. Okay? So, folks, you have to... Yeah, go ahead. Um. I also looked up the what uh, what would you say if I look in strong concordance on the word Jew, and it's the mm -hmm. same in two nine and three nine, and that is Iudaios. Iudaios, okay. yes, that's the Greek Eudeos. word. Eudaios, Eudaios, yeah, Eudaios. Yeah. yeah. So, but even Eudaios. Now, here's where the problem comes in. The word Eudaios can refer to two completely different ethnic people, right? Namely, the house or tribe of Judah, which 
uh, you know, he uh, Arnold Kennedy understands it should be Judah, but he he doesn't have any problem uh, uh, using the word Jew to refer to the house of Judah, and that's a problem. He has created a problem for himself by using a a word which actually is a referencing two completely different groups of people, right? You can't have a word do that like an American. What's an American? Right? Well, today, America is a multicultural state. It's not supposed to be, but it is. Judea, in those days, was a multicultural state. It wasn't supposed to be, but it was. You have to understand that words change their meanings, but the Bible is not talking about Uh, using the word Judah to refer to these people we know today as Jews. It's not talking about them. It's only referencing Judah or Yehudim. Okay? So he says, Um, okay, please continue. Yeah, go ahead. If you have more to say there. I can just put in also that Thayer's definition of this um, Judeos is um, one, Jewish belonging to the Jewish nation. Two, Jewish as respects to birth, origin, and religion. Okay, yeah, well, that's a horrible definition because it presumes that the Jews are Judah, right? And this is what we have been taught to believe, that the Jews are Judah and or all of Israel. It can't be that. As Arnold Kennedy said, if Abraham was a Jew, then the Arabs who descended through Abraham's son Ishmael would also be Jews, right? Okay, what about the sons of Keturah? They would also be called Jews if Jew is the correct designation. It is false. It's a false designation which the Jews have created. And our people, true Israel, have simply swallowed the bait. And now we're, we're a fish wallowing in the sea, a sea of confusion. So let's continue here. All right, so he says, Yehuda simply means Judah and is the name of the patriarch Judah. It is used to refer to the tribe which stemmed from him, period. That's all it means. That's all it ever meant. It is also used for the land or territory occupied by that people, but it usually is prefaced by the word land of when you see it in the Old Testament. There are a couple of occasions where the word Judah means the land of Judah, but it's still a very exclusive term, totally exclusive term. And following the division of Israel after Solomon's death, it was used for the house or kingdom of Judah. This was the only term used in this way up to the time of the Babylonian captivity. Now here, here is where he starts to go wrong because the people who were taken captive into Babylon were exclusively Judah. Some Benjaminites and some Levites, but they're the house of Judah. No Jews. Judahites is the correct term, okay? Following their deportation into Babylon, another term was employed. This was Yehudi, plural Yehudim. Still, is only a, it's a racially exclusive term, still. Originally, this word meant an inhabitant of Judea or the people who came from that country. Now, here he inserts the word Judea, which is incorrect. Uh, the, this word originally meant a Judahite or inhabitant of Judah. That's that's the original meaning. As such, it does not necessarily represent the descendants of Judah. Well, this is he has swallowed the Jewish confusion of this term here. Okay. As such, it does not the word Judean. The word Judean 
does not necessarily represent descendants of Judah, but can include any people of other races who resided there. See, there's a huge difference between Judah, the land of Judah, versus the land of Judea. The land of Judea is a multicultural state. The land of Judah never was. It was always a racially exclusive state. Okay? These are the things you have to know about these terms. It came also to represent any persons, irrespective of racial origin, who embraced the Jewish religion, Judaism. Now, here's another word that we have to define properly. So, Michael, let me ask you a question. Did the Israelites of the Old Testament practice a religion called Judaism? Uh, Absolutely not. That's right. Absolutely not. It was never called Judaism by any Old Testament scribe. It was never called Judaism by any New Testament scribe. It's only called Judaism by our adversary, the perfidious Jew. That's another word that you won't find that word in the Bible, but everybody believes because they believe the Jews are the Old Testament Judahites that Judaism is their religion. No, it's Mosaism. We follow the laws of Moses, not the teachings of any Jew. And it can't be called Judaism. Judaism, if it refers to Judah, would be an incorrect term too, because Judah did not invent the religion. Okay? And it was practiced by Israel as well. So that's a horrible term to refer to the religion of the Judahites and Israelites of the Old Testament. The correct term is Mosaism, and it really had no name. It's not given a name in the Bible. Because it's exclusive to Israel and Judah, and they knew they knew which uh, traditions they should practice, right? Although they didn't do a good job of it all the time. They knew what religion they should practice, and that's the religion of Moses, the Mosaic Law. Which the Jews don't obey, ever. They've never obeyed it. Back to you. Oh, actually, here. Let me... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm the one narrating at the moment. (laughs) It came also to represent any person, irrespective of racial origin, who embraced the Jewish religion, Judaism. Now, this should raise a red flag. If the original term Jew, let's say that the original term Jew meant exclusively a a Judahite, how then can this, the, the meaning of that word, change to represent any person irrespective of racial origin, who embraced the Jewish religion, Judaism. Isn't that a contradiction in terms? Yeah, when I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, a, it's an obvious contradiction. So, but the Bible only accepts one term, and that's Judah or Judahite. It doesn't accept the word Jew. The world at large has accepted this term. Because the Jews have taught us that that's who they are. No, they are not. From Josephus, Antiquities, Book 11. uh, Well, it should be paragraph 7. He says verse. should be paragraph 7. So the Jews prepared for the work. Now remember, we have to rely on translators of the Antiquities. And the the translators of antiquities have the same problem that the translators of the King James have. They're confused about what the word Jew means. Okay? So he says, so the Jews prepared for the work. 
That is the name they are called from by the day they came up from Babylon. Well, this is incorrect. So the Judahites, Antiquities is incorrectly translated, folks. And it should be the Antiquities of Judah, not Antiquities of the Jews. So the Judahites prepared for the work. That is the name they are called by from the day that they came up from Babylon. They were called Judahites. They were never called Jews by anybody, which is taken from the tribe of Judah, which came first to these places, and thence both they and the country gained that appellation. It was still Judah. Okay? Now, the word, now, Judean is the word that the outside world used to describe the house of Judah after the return from Babylon. So, it should be the, the Judeans, the outside world, the Greeks, the Romans, and other scholars, Arabs, refer to our country as Judea. But that's incorrect. It should be Judah. By the time of our Lord, this people had absorbed proselytes from many other sources. No, they did not. That never happened. Judah was forbidden to absorb proselytes from other sources. That would have been a violation of Yahweh's law. The first person to do that was John Hyrcanus around 121 B.C. This is Jewish teaching that that uh, Arnold Kennedy has been deceived by, all right? He has been deceived by Jewish teaching to the extent that he believes that the Judahites absorbed other races into their country. No, what do you think the Maccabees were fighting for? So that they could absorb other nations into our religion, into our people? No, they fought against it. They fought against it. Absolutely. Read Maccabees. That's all you have to do is read Maccabees to find that out. They fought against the Greeks. They fought against the Romans. They fought against the Arabs. They fought against the Edomites to preserve the purity of their race. That's why they fought. So, he says, particularly the nations of the Idumeans and Eturians who were completely absorbed into Jewry. Well, into Jewry, yes, but not into Judah. See, here's where he goes wrong and, and, and doesn't understand that the word Jew should never be used of our people and made Judaism their religion. Well, no, they didn't make Judaism their religion. They pretended to, <laughs> right? But Judaism is the pretense of Mosaism. That's what Judaism really is. It's the pretense of Mosaism. This explains the antagonism of the Jews, the Judeans, the Edomite Jews, towards Jesus. And so, this is why we should always preface the word Jew in this context with the word Edomite. This explains the antagonism of the Edomite Jews toward Jesus. And he made reference to their practice of encouraging proselytes into the nation. No, only John Hyrcanus did that. The the religious leaders of the house of Judah did not encourage that. In fact, the, what happened was after John Hyrcanus empowered Herod over the people of Judah, Herod assassinated the entire Judah Sanhedrin and replaced them with his cronies, most of them being Edomites. This is how the land of Judah became Judea, okay, a multicultural state, which the Judahite people never accepted. 
If you read Josephus, you will find out that the Judahite people never accepted this as a reality. They fought against it constantly. They had demonstrations against Herod constantly because they knew he was an Edomite, not a Judahite. Okay? So it's this word Jew that has been inserted into our Bibles and has been inserted into antiquities and other documents that should be exclusively racial Israelite and Judahite and no other people, okay? He doesn't get this. The nation that formed in Palestine after the captivity of Judah and Babylon was made up mainly of people from the tribes of Judah and Benjamin, together with some Levites. That's correct. They settled in two regions, with Judah primarily in Judea and with Benjamin in Galilee. And internally, they are referred to as Judeans and Galileans in the New Testament. Yeah, because the, in the New Testament, the word Judean uh, has been has replaced Judah or Judahite. Now, Galilee was an ex- racially exclusive tribe of Benjamin. I don't think uh, uh, Arnold Kennedy would have any problem with that. The Judeans of the region of Judea came to include all the people living there, regardless of their racial origin. That's correct. The word Judeos means a citizen of the country, regardless of race. So, therefore, can a Judean be equated with a Judahite? Yeah, it can be, but you have three or four different meaning of, I, or if they are just living there, they right. could be Edomite, they can also be Judeans. That depends That's... on the context of the verse. Yeah, exactly. The context is all important. So, But uh, you cannot make an equation saying that Judah equals Judean. Because no. Judah, yeah, because yeah, cause Judah is a, an exclusively racial category, whereas Judean is a multiracial category. You cannot put an equal sign between those two words. That's illogical. And it's anti-biblical, <laughs> which is even more important, okay? All right. But, folks, you have to be logical. You have to please define your terms. Are you talking about this multicultural state or are you talking about this racially exclusive state? You have to define your terms. But he's very correct here. The Judeans of the region of Judea came to include all the people living there regardless of their racial origin. That is a true statement. All these people are referred to by translators as Jews because they were of Judea, not of Judah. But this does not mean of Judah only. It included in the population were many descendants of Esau. These came to control the temple, but these leaders were they of whom Jesus said they could not hear and understand his words. Okay? So he gets the, the Judean aspect, but he doesn't get the fact that the word Jew should not be applied to both groups. This is agreed to by modern Jewish authorities, and he quotes from the Encyclopedia Judaica, volume 10 to 21, from the division of Israel and Judah, the term Yehudi applied to all the residents of the southern kingdom, irrespective of tribal status, unquote. Okay, they don't want to talk about race. The Jews never want to talk about race. The word Jews did not apply to the northern kingdom. It never has. But today the Jews apply the word the, the word Jew to all 12 tribes, which is, again, more confusion, more deceit, folks. All right. Uh, you, you take the, in the New Testament, take it from there, please. Michael. 
Yes, thank you. So, in the New Testament, we have differing words rendering as Jew. Judeas, strong, G2455, quote, of the descendants of Judah, and no quote, Hebrews 8.8, where it is a racial term, fair, quote, praised or celebrated, see Genesis 29, verse 35, the tribe of Judah, the descendants of Judah. Yes, and the word Judah means praise Yahweh. That's what it means, Judah. The last syllable of the word is a reference to Yahweh. Okay. So, um, Ideos in Greek, equivalent to Hebrew, Yehuda. In the nine and uh, New Testament references, it is uh, rendered as Judah, Judah, or Judas, always in reference to Judah, his descendants, or their country. Yes. Very good. So, Judeos, strong, yeah. uh, 2453. Um, quote, or belonging to Yehuda, or of Judah, in the sense of as a country, end of quote. Okay, so and then okay, so uh, let's pause here because uh, we have Yudas or Yudah, strong Greek twenty four fifty five, of the descendants of Judah. It is a racial term. Okay, it is a racial term. Yudeos, however, is not. Please continue. Um, thank you. The word is also used of Christian converts from Judaism. Uh, yeah. Galatians. <laughs> right. I didn't buy that. No. Um, no. Well, uh, yeah. Galatians. It, yes. Yeah. It, well, that's by, who, by whom? Who uses as a, a Christian converts from Judaism? No, Judaism is a false term to begin with, which the, not even Thayer and Vine and Strong understood. Judaism is a false term. No Israelite ever practiced Judaism. No Judahite ever practiced Judaism. And that's still true today. Back to you. And let's see. The verse he referenced is this. So, Galatians and the two. rest um, of the Yehudim joined him in hypocrisy so that <laughs> even uh, Barnabas was led away by their hypocrisy. Yes. Okay. Paul there is referring to the dispersed Israelites who had come to the land of Judah, not to the land of the Jews, the land of Judah, to celebrate the Feast of Pentecost. And Paul had to explain to Peter that Yahshua was here to redeem all 12 tribes, not just the tribe of Judah. Knock, knock on Peter's skull. Peter, don't you realize that there are other Israelites besides the tribe of Judah? And Yahshua had come to redeem all 12, not just one tribe? Okay. Of course, the biblical commentators, the vast majority of Judeo-Christian commentators, don't understand this. That's because they're confused by the two words, Jew and Gentile. Back to you. Of Jewish Christians. And of course, that's a contradiction in term. Of Judahite Christians. Only Judah was redeemed by Yahshua and not Jews. Okay, back to you. 
And a Christ and Jews cannot convert to Christianity. That is also um, no. uh, is a contradiction in itself because Satan cannot uh, he cannot convert to Christianity. It's impossible. They yeah, do no. it just to, to deceive us. Yeah, absolutely. Even the best of them. <laughs> Maybe they have good intentions, but all they can do is pervert the scriptures because that's their understanding. Yeah. Okay, please continue. So wine quote. It especially denotes the typical represent- representatives of Jewish thought contrasted with believers in Christ. And now, that's, that's an interesting definition here, Judeos. It especially denotes the typical representatives of Jewish thought contrasted with believers in Christ. But the correct, I would add, uh, it denotes the typical representatives of Jewish thought not Judahite thought, both of which are contrasted with believers in Christ. Okay, so they don't get the vast majority of commentators and even the concordances don't get the fact that the correct term for our people is Judah and Judahite, not Jew. It's the word Jew that causes all of this confusion. Back to you. Amen, and that's the same thing I I I come up with here in Sweden when I try to talk about this. They they look, look in New Testament. Oh, it said Jews. Then they are Jews. Uh, yeah. No, they are not. No, no. Look up the words, but yeah. they don't. Yeah, yeah. So even the concordances, because they're following the the teachings of the Masoretes, the Jewish rabbis, uh, but they do they do understand that the evil people. <laughs> are the Jews, the representatives of Jewish thought, contrasted with Judahite Christians, right? And even, it begs to be talked about here, that the vast majority of Judahites and dispersed Israelites, there was no religion called Christianity yet. They were just, they were just groping in the dark. Paul was trying to explain to both the house of Judah and the house of Israel that the Messiah had come. They had not accepted him, which is the assumption made by most Judeo-Christian commentators. No, this was an emerging Christianity. By no means was it accepted by all Israel or all Judah that uh, Yahshua was the Messiah. This is what the apostles had to explain to these people. And this did not happen overnight. It took years. In fact, it's taken 2,000 years for us to understand the true meaning of the Gospels. Please continue. Yes, thank you. And also, it's so easy to see through this with the word Jew. If you just go in a concordance and look, you will find yeah. the word Judeos, not yes. Jew. That's but, right. But it's, it's very easy to do the checkup. Yeah, right. Yeah, the proper translation should be Judea, Judea, not Jew. Judea means that multicultural state, irrespective of race. Okay, uh, but nobody bothers to check the concordances. Back to you. No, but it's important. It is very important because your soul yeah. depends on it. Right. I would say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, our our uh, our salvation depends on understanding the true meanings of these terms. It is, because right. if you say to Yeshua, hey, I thought you were a Jew, he would be mine. <laughs> no, no the Jews don't believe in Jesus. Hello? No. 
The Jews don't believe in Jesus. Why don't they? Because they're not Judah and they're not Israel. All right. No, and they know what. Now, even this, even this next sentence is pro- problematic. Uh, please, please continue. Yes. So this um, more a matter of being I do by religion or region rather than by race. Okay. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So if you accept the word Jew as referring to both both groups, then you're automatically confused. Okay. So is there? What religion do the Jews practice? Do they practice the Mosaic Law? No, that's a no. cover-up. Okay. So what is a Jew by religion? Can't be a Judahite. Because the Judahites never practiced Judaism. All right? That's another made-up <laughs> word. So what is a Jew by race? That makes no sense. A Jew by race is a multicultural tribe. Can't be a Judahite. No, I can't. Yeah, see how much confusion this word Jew causes? Please continue. Very much. Yeah. That's why we do this often. That's right. Why we, we keep hammering on this subject. Because our people need to understand. Please continue. So, Judeos is the Greek equivalent of the Hebrew Yehudi. It is translated as Jew and includes proselytes to Judaism. Okay, now that is an essentially correct statement. However, I would qualify it by saying the Greek equivalent. What does the Greek equivalent mean? It's the Greek misunderstanding (laughs) of the word Yehudi as referring to this multicultural state. It is the equivalent of the Hebrew Yehudi, but the Hebrew Yehudi only means a particular race of people descended from the patriarch Judah. And that's all it means. But then it is translated as Jew and includes proselytes to Judaism. No, it doesn't. In the modern world it does. But the the Jews, the Edomite Jews of the time, uh, weren't really engaged in much uh, proselytism. They were only proselytizing people they could take advantage of, (laughs) right? That's all they were concerned about. They were primarily concerned about maintaining their impersonation of the priesthood of Judah. That's all they were really concerned with. They were constantly afraid that somebody would expose this impersonation. And when Yahshua came along, he started to expose who they really are. They're not Judahites. They are Edomite Jews. Okay, so... So here, Arnold Kennedy, because he accepts this term Judaism as being a, a, an accurate reference to the Mosaic Law, he creates even more confusion rather than clearing things up. Back to you. Yeah. Um, so thus, we can see that the generalization of the word Jew cannot be sustained in Scripture. Thank you very One much. Week- that statement is absolutely true. Cannot be sustained in scripture. Thank you. Okay. One Greek word uh, tells of all the peoples uh, occupying the land of the part of the covenant people, while the other tells of the covenant house of Judah in isolation. Right. Judea. Yes. So he's admitting that, that there's two different groups of people, but only one group of people is the covenant people, and that's Judah. Cannot be Edom. Did Yahweh make a covenant with Edomites? 
No. No. All he did Absolutely was he not. yeah, he promised Esau that one day he would have dominion over Jacob. Okay? And that prophecy, that was a prophecy, not a covenant. He refused to be a, make a covenant or a blessing to Esau because by the time uh, that uh, Jacob had impersonated Esau and quote-unquote stole, no, Yahweh had no intention of giving Esau a blessing. <laughs> and he put the words in Isaac's mouth. He refused to bless Esau. And he would not covenant with Esau, but he issued that prophecy that one day that Esau would have dominion over Jacob. And that occurred right after the Battle of Waterloo, when the uh, banking house of Rothschild began to assert total domination over Christian Europe. They were Edomites. They were Edomite Jews. And this is when that prophecy was fulfilled. Back to you. Yes, thank you. Thus, we can see. Ah, oh, that I read. Yeah. Um, but that's an important. Okay, re- that's uh, an important statement. Read it again. It's a very important. Thus, statement. Uh, we can see that the generalization of the word Jew cannot be sustained in Scripture. Amen. One. Yeah. So why do you keep generalizing it? <laughs> Back to you. Okay. Uh, one Greek word tells of all the peoples occupying the land of the part of the covenant people. While the other tells of the covenant house of Judah in isolation. Okay, yes. Yes, Judeos is the the people occupying the land, but only part of which is the covenant people. And that's the word Judeos. But Judas, which are the two words we're discussing here, means only the house of Judah, house or tribe of Judah. There are two different words, have two different groups being designated. Back to you. Yes, so Judeos does not specifically refer to race at, uh, at all, and usually refers to people who are not of the descendants of Judah. Thank you very much. These are Now we're getting somewhere. Please continue. This does not mean to say that there were no uh, Judas, Judites, or member of the tribe uh, among them. From all this, we can see that the Jew and Judah are not synonymous. Amen. They are not synonymous. Thank you very much. And that there is a sharp distinction between them. It follows that the name Israel should not be applied to the Jewish people as a whole. Or at all. (laughs) Period. Period. The word name Israel should not be applied to the Jewish people. Period. Yeah, and this as a whole, that should be taken away. It shouldn't yeah. be applied to you people at all. Right, exactly. Or to the country. That they, now, I think he's referring to the modern state of Israel here. But sure, certainly shouldn't be applied to any Israelites or any Judahites ever. Okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah, please continue. Historically, in the land of Judea, as well as Judahites, there were Canaanites, Edomites, and others, some of whom had become proselytes to the Jewish religion. Okay, now this is, a con- problem. this is a problem because he assumes the Jewish religion is the Mosaic religion. He's making a huge false assumption here. Okay, the Jewish religion did not exist until John Hyrcanus incorporated Edomites into the land of Judah 
And my opinion is there was very little race mixing going on between these two groups. What happened was that the Edomites were given reign over Judah, thanks to Herod and Antipater and the Roman army. And this fact was objected to by the Judahites of that country continuously, continuously, which some people just don't understand that, okay? Just read Josephus and you will find these things out, okay? However, because of the uh, the confusion created by the word Jew, people just assume, okay, well, Josephus, uh, yeah, because he was a, he was a Jew, right? <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was a Judahite. That he must be giving us accurate history. Well, the translators have a lot to say about how this you know, the confusion. The translators have created this confusion as well. All right, not just the term Jew, but the translators should have been able to see through this. Back to you. Yes, same. If they pick up, then you see if your book. Same. I have. Those copies too in Swedish, but they're from the um, 17th century. Same there. They used the word Jew in it. Yes, right. Yeah. So what if we read a, a history book of the Wild West and somebody reversed the definitions of cowboy and Indian? Wouldn't that create a lot of confusion or use one word to refer to both cowboys and Indians, which never happens? So that's the problem with the word Jew. It refers to two completely different groups of people. And it should, that should never be. All right, yeah. And then yeah. there were Canaanites, Edomites, and others, some of whom had become proselytes to Pharisaism. Not the Jewish religion. Pharisaism. And, and that includes some Judahites. All right. Please continue. Yes. So as a consequence, uh, these were labeled Jews since they were Jews by religion and Jews, and they lived in the land of Judea. But these were not of the descendants of Judah. Amen. So he gets it partially correct, but yeah, I don't see how could Arnold Kennedy, knowing these things, not understand that Judaism is a false term. So he never analyzed that term. <coughs> Excuse me. Please continue. So. The territorial term explains how Paul could be called a Jew. Paul was a Benjaminite. Yeah. Philippians 5. Uh, Paul and 11 of the disciples did not uh, descend from the tribe of Judah. Yeah, they were Benjaminites. Yeah, that's right. And there, there, But there was one Jew among the apostles who was neither a Judahite nor a Benjaminite, right? His name is Judas. So there was a uh, a Jew in the in the woodpile there. Okay, he was not of Judah, and he was not of Benjamin. Back to you. To help with understanding here, it must be pointed out that the word "ideos" can cover a mixture of races, which yes. may include some of uh, Judah. Uh, Amen. 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 So he's got uh, he understands that there is a difference between Judeos and Judas. Very, very few people yeah. have that understanding. Back to you. Uh, so some of uh, uh, Judas, both of which were in the territory of Judea. Amen. In the New yeah. yeah. Yes. So in the New Testament, the word translated as the Jews are used in a bad sense, whereas today they are commonly used in a good sense. So how did all these evil Jews become good Jews? Have they it's changed? Yeah, it's not possible. Have they changed their character in the last 2,000 years? 
Uh, no. Unless, no? Uh, uh, what to say? Um, he cannot change his spot. In fact, they're worse today than ever because they have all these, you know, gadgets, computers, and uh, own all the publishing houses to confuse us even more. They're even better at confusing us today than they ever have been. Yes, so we should also be better to see through yeah. their lies. We also have to keep up. Yeah, we should be doubly alert. We should always, you know, stay ahead of the curve <laughs> of Jewish deceit. We can smell it coming. You know, COVID. Those of us in identity smelled COVID coming, right? And as soon as it appeared, we said, uh-oh, this is a Jewish trick. Don't fall for it, people. Right? So we're ahead of the curve yeah. on this. Back to you. Yeah, probably that will come sometime again. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, what's their next trick? Well, but fewer and fewer people are falling for their tricks anymore. Okay. I think their trickery has run its course. Okay, we yeah. have about uh, eight minutes left, and uh, you know we'll we'll pick this up again next week, okay, because it's very important to uh, show how even Arnold Kennedy has been confused by these terms, and he should not have been. He should have known better. Back to you. Yes, to help with understanding here, it must be pointed out that the word Judeos can cover a mixture of races, which may include some of Judas, both of which were in the territory of Judea. In the New Testament, the word translated as the Jews are used in a bad sense, whereas today we are commonly used um, in a good sense. Jesus yeah. continued uh, condemned the Jews, plural, as did the Apostle Paul. The Jew, singular, as used in Romans, is used in a different sense. First of all, then, we will consider the bad sense in which the Jews is usually used in Scripture. Okay, well, well, where the Jew singular means a Judahite. That's why it's used in a good sense. But the Jews, very often in the plural sense, is used to describe these Edomites, these imposters. All right, so he has a footnote here. And I think we can go into this footnote because we were running close to the end of the hour. But uh, please go into it. We're, uh, important note, yeah. So, uh the territorial term for Jews in Greek is in line with the United Nations and Race Relations um, Conventions, where the historic dictionary def uh, definitions of ethnic, which essentially means people who are other than Christian or Jews. Wow, wow. Th th whose definition is that? The dictionary deficient definition of uh, goyim or of... Uh, you know, non, uh, what was the term? Gentile. The dictionary definition of Gentile also stated peoples who are other than Christians or Jews. But uh, the other than Christians has been dropped, and now it only means people who are other than Jews. That's their definition, and the world has accepted the Jewish definition. Back to you. Has been changed. Yes, it so, has been changed. So, uh, reinterpretation now is made to refer to any group's common or characteristic customs, culture, class classifications, traditions, beliefs, speech, um, descent, color, or ethnological divisions or national origin. In this context, multiracial Jews can thus now be claimed uh, to be an ethnic group, anti Semitic now is made to refer to anything against the new concept of having this Jewish ethnic group, 
And the fact is, the Jews are not Shemites. <laughs> right? Okay. Have we been uh, they confused? Us. Yes. Think they right. are. Well, they have to. They cannot stop accusing us because they, especially those of us in that identity, because they know that we know who they really are. Oh, yeah. Therefore, they have to keep the pressure up. And that's why they stage all of these you know, mass executions of people and blame them on us, blaming them on white people. Sometimes they've actually called us out, Christian identity. They're, we are the most terrorist group in the world. You know, we oppose the Jews. We're anti-Semitic. No, we're not. We oppose the Jews, not Shemites. Let's continue. Yes. Uh, we are anti Jewish. Jewish, yes. There you go. Not anti-Semitic. We have yeah. ourselves. Yes. Um, so in Judea, there were many races, and these could all be called Jews in the uh, sense of being Judeans, having this territory and all religious beliefs in common. Hence, the phrase the Jews does not necessarily mean any common genetic origin, such as um, psychological descent from Abraham through Isaac. Amen. Jesus in the book um, in the book of John, chapter 8, was talking to the uh, Judean leadership in the treasury, who historically were mainly of Edomite extraction. And hence, this majority were not Israelite in the racial and biblical meaning. Amen. An Israelite is the genetic tri uh, racial tribe a term through scripture. In this book, the word translates as the Jews. And Judeans refer to the Judeans of any race in the territorial or religious sense, not the racial sense. And this yes. must be taken um, this way. It may not relate to Israel's racially at all. The word Judite is used in this book to refer to the house of Judah, which is racial. Amen. Amen. And then he goes into, we'll just repeat it here, since he does quote them, Revelation 2.9 and 3.9. And we can conclude uh, our show on this note. Back to you. Yes. They which say they are Jews, but are not. Uh, Revelations 2.9. I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. End of quote. Yes. Revelation 3.9. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. And yeah. quote. So, question: Are there what are there any ethnic groups besides the usual suspects who say they are Jews but do lie? Who is it no. in the world that, that is doing that? It is the Jews, of course. Yeah, there's only one group that can that this can be true of, right? There's no other. Well, I, well I'm sorry, you have the Black Hebrew Israelites. <laughs> Who, who are trying to to impersonate Israel as well? Okay, I'm I'm looking this up in strong concordance. Is the word here Judah, Judas, or Judeos? So let me look here. Two nine. I can read the law. Okay, yeah, go no. ahead. At face value, the translation is saying that there are people who say that they are Jews, but who are not Jews in fact. The common acceptance of the word Jew says every Jew, regardless of race, is a good Jew, and that everyone who says that he is a Jew is a Jew. Jesus is contradicting this. 
Let us go a little further and see some other things Jesus says about the Jews. Yes. Okay. So we'll pick that up next week. The word there in 2.9 is Judeos. So it's the uh, generic word for any inhabitant. Okay. But uh, this is not a problem because the Edomites are not true citizens of Judea because John Hyrcanus violated the Mosaic law when he integrated Judah with Edom. So they are, they are not true citizens of Judea, nor are they true Judahites. They're not either, okay? So, the, I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Judeos and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan, okay? It, it speaks of the ethnic group we know as Jews today. Okay, folks, thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition, and stay in that small town. (laughs) It may be your salvation. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Sidewalk, carjacking on